welcome to November's Tangent. I'm Gemma. And I'm Emily. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about our favourite nostalgic movies, and more than likely there will be a tangent or two. You know you're um, getting older when your like, childhood slash nostalgic comfort films start to be remade or rebooted or like yeah. on classic movie channels. You're like, oh. Or somebody was like, oh, do you realise that came out 20 years ago and you just have to sit down for a second because you yeah. watched it in the cinema? Oh, God. Well, last last night I watched Princess Diaries and Princess Diaries 2 and you were like, you know, they're making a third one. I was like, yeah, I just found out about that. <laughs> right? That cinema audience is going to just be people our age crying into their popcorn. Basically. It's basically going to be it. Looking for all the Easter eggs. <laughs> all right. So if you're having a movie night, What's your snack of choice? I mean, I quite enjoy some popcorn, but the only issue is, is that popcorn crunching really frustrates me. So I kind of feel like you can only do that in the cinema. See, now I feel really anxious about when we go to see Black Panther next week and I eat popcorn. No, no, because in the cinema, it's really loud. So you can't hear anyone crunching. True. It's like when you're at home. And like, even crunching on the popcorn is too loud. No, that's fair. I really like sour sweets, like the, the the sourer the better. Yeah, I love a sour sweet. Especially because like my other half doesn't like them, so I know I'm safe. This is true, but no no strawberry. No strawberries. You have to be very careful of the choice of sour sweet. True. <laughs> I need adult supervision at all times, is what we're saying. Basically. Do you remember when Basically. we went to the cinema and you bought those sweets and there was the strawberry ones and you're like, I can't tell which one is the strawberry because they were they were red and you couldn't see the colours. And it was dark. And I had to sit there and like pull all the strawberry ones out for you. <laughs> I can't help it, they make my throat scratchy. Uh, like nobody wants to die before they've seen the Marvel post spread. Yeah, it's very true. I think we have only ever seen Marvel Oh no, we saw I was going to say, we've only ever watched Marvel movies together in the cinema, but we saw uh, Tom Holland. What was that film called? Where they found pirate treasure. Oh, uh, uh, why can't I remember the name of it? (laughs) (laughs) I can't We did a whole podcast on it. I'm I'm Googling it. Tom Holland films. Based on a video game. I know, it's the fact that it Uncharted. That's it. Literally we, the video game, my brain remembers it. We did we did watch that together. And we had plans to see like other things, but then the world shut down because of plague. Yeah, that's true. Because we were gonna go see Birds of Prey. We were. I went and watched Birds of Prey and mm. there were women having sex in the row in front of us. It was very disconcerting. Yeah, not for me. No thanks. Like I don't even want to see like just couples generally at the cinema. Yeah, like there should be a seat between you. Like just watch the film. Yeah. I mean PDAs are what I mean. We should probably cut that section. Yeah. Anyway, I mean I won't. I'll get to edit it and I'll be like, "What are we talking about?" Hundred percent. I can't wait for you to be like, "Do you remember talking about this?" We do do that. Like one of us, we take it in turns to edit things, and so one of us will just send like a clip of audio. It's normally you sending them to me because I've said something really random. Like, I can't repeat it because we'll have to edit it and that just seems like a hassle. But yeah. this is what normally happens. And there's also like several audio fa- files saved to our drive that's just one or other of us coming out with something 
not safe for audience ears. No, we should definitely have a gag reel. That's something. Yes. Point. I mean, I did once for an unedited pod- podcast. That's very so true. anyone who heard that would know what we're like. Well, exactly. I don't think so we were too know. bad, to be honest, in that. I think that was I mean, I don't know. I, I think there was like a good a good five minutes of me attempting to say a word, then swearing loudly and moving on. Oh, yeah, there was. <laughs> it's the fact that nobody... It, it took, like, my sister listening to it and being like, I don't think this is right. That Several people listened to that podcast and not one of them were like, huh, seems a bit more chaotic than normal. Clearly they love the chaos. Right? Anyway, okay, we should so on on the tangent. We should, we, we should probably focus. Yeah. We've been in, like, 30 seconds. You know, it's fine. Okay, All so... All tangents what... have been somewhat relevant. Mm, debate Okay. So what are your movies or movie of choice for the perfect film evening? It's got to be like Princess Bride followed by Galaxy Quest. If we're doing movies, like if we're doing Disney, then Robin Hood in there as well. And Beauty and the Beast, obviously. Like, yeah. But I mean, Princess Bride is my favourite movie ever. Princess what about a- you? Princess Bride is a really good film. But also Men in Tights. Robin Hood, oh, Men in Tights is a yes. brilliant film. I don't I've not think seen that film that, for so long. Right, I don't think people have seen it like enough because it's just mm. pure comedy. It's like along the lines of like Monty Python comedy. Yeah, it is. And lots of fourth wall breaking. Yeah, and like Sheriff of Nottingham whose mole moves around his face. St. Patrick Stewart in it. Or have I completely yes, made that up? He is. He's the king. That he's is, the king, yeah. Yeah, played by um, James Bond in the original film. Sean Connery. Um, I've only ever seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves once. Uh, see, I've watched it many times. Which is then why Robin Hood and Men in Tights is even funnier. Yes. No, no, fair. I, it's just... I don't know why I've not seen it so much. It seems very much because Alan Rickman's in it. Oh, what a performance. It's beautiful. He was my straight crush. Fair. He's a good choice. What, right? Mm-hmm. He was a very good Professor Snape. He was. A- anyway. But yeah, those two films would be a would be a watch. Also, I enjoy a good binge watch of the Underworld films. Love those films. When she yeah. does that landing right I- at the start. Yeah. I feel many people realised that they were gay at that point in the film. It's either, like, I feel like the gay slash bi awakening for many people is Underworld and or the Mummy films. The Mummy is like the bi awakening, I think, because it's like on both sides. True. Like, there are characters from both sides that you would be like, oh, yes, and also, okay. (laughs) It's just, you know. There was a meme and it was like uh, something about, I can't remember exactly how it started. It was like an example of bisexuality and it had like a picture of uh, Evie from The Mummy and Brendan Fraser, but my brain can't remember. It's just always Brendan Fraser. I know. And it was like, is this an example or a reason? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I love those movies, though, because they're just on the right side of camp. Yes. I think that's what makes them such good films. 
there was a whole thing in like the 90s and early 2000s though where the films were just that borderline like camp but also like perfect in the way that they've then lasted because like bedazzled bedazzled is another one obviously another brendan fraser film but like that's also borderline but also beautifully done and george of the jungle yes basically brendan fraser films i'm so glad he's like finally getting to come back i know that man has been through to hell and back and he's such a lovely person he really is they just don't make movies like that anymore well they asked him and um i can't remember his name the guy from the secret society in the mummy films oh yeah yeah about whether or not they do another mummy film and they were both like where's the script yeah because they both said it was such a good time yeah i know um rachel weiss said she'd go back as well because she didn't do the third film no but wasn't it that more because she is already sort of signed on to something rather than because she just wanted out i think potentially but that was such a good so i didn't like that rachel weiss wasn't in it but i enjoyed that film because obviously Jet Li was involved with it. So it was like kind of like beautifully done in the martial mm. arts aspect of things. Um which is also why I really love Shang Chi. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's there's not enough martial art films. I feel like like newer audiences perhaps show my age now, like don't understand why some of us older people got so excited by having like the martial arts sequences in they in are- a Marvel movie. They're a thing of beauty. If you watch, like, the old style of martial arts films, it is a dance. It's not just martial arts. It, there's a dance to it and there's the artistic form to it. And it's so much more than just being a kung fu film. I think that's yeah. why people became obsessed with them. Oh, so much. It's just like, there's just like a whole section of movies that are, like, easy to watch. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I think there's like so many like action films now that kind of tends to be the thing. Whereas they were action, also rom com. Like they were a mixture of things. Yeah, I, I think like for us or, or me, superhero films when I was younger were like the Christopher Reeves Superman. Yeah, and the like the Val Kilmer Batman and things. And like you watch them now, and you're like, they look so dated oh, compared yeah. to like the the new marvel and dc films because of like the special effects and the cameras and things yeah. but they still hold up like the original trilogy of star wars yeah you know and indiana jones and jaws and things like that there's there's a reason they've lasted yeah i think you have to go into them knowing that the effects are going to be bad yeah it's, it's about more than that i think but I also think sometimes the bad effects are part of the reason we love them. Yes. You know, like the Princess Bride and the rodent, rodents of unusual size. Mm-hmm. You know, you can clearly see that it's a man in a costume at one yeah. point. But you still love it. Well, like things like Monty Python, they took that kind of to the extreme, didn't they? Where they didn't have the money for the horses, so they were like, we'll just use the thing that makes horse sounds and we'll make it funny. Yeah. Like, they kind of took that whole like making the effect thing 
to make it a joke. The coconuts. Yeah, to make it a joke, to make it funny. They were self-aware. Yeah. But I do think, like, it sounds really pretentious, but there have definitely been newer movies where the special effects have been more impressive than the plot. Mm. Yeah. Kind of like the budget went on that rather than the script. Yeah, definitely. It's like Galaxy Quest. I love Galaxy Quest. And obviously I, I really like Star Trek too. And mm. I remember seeing an uh, interview with Patrick Stewart where he's like, yeah, I didn't want to watch it because it pokes fun at, you know, fans of Star Trek, basically. Yeah. Um, and then he, he got made to watch it and he was like, I just did not stop laughing. And it's such a good movie. And like, it's, it, it, it's not mean. It's not poking fun at Star Trek fans in a mean way. Is it kind of doing the, if you're in that kind of fan group, you'll understand why it's funny, kind of why? Yeah, but I also don't think you need to be a Star Trek fan. Basically, it's like the cast of a Star Trek-style TV show Yeah, um, are a bit washed up because the show's been off air, so they're doing conventions. Okay. And at a convention, they get, kind of taken by aliens up because the aliens think it's a documentary oh okay and so you've got like there that there's like alan rickman is just amazing in it and it like plays on the tropes yeah and whilst it does play on the tropes it doesn't it's not mean-spirited yeah you know sometimes you watch a film and it's like oh all nerds are this and all nerds are that and you're like, that's just blatantly untrue and a bit mean. It's not yeah. mean at all. But it's it is one of my favourite movies. It always I, I could probably recite it word for word and yet it still makes me barely laugh. I haven't seen it. <gasps> I know. I feel like we need a movie note. Yeah, but in my defence, I had just I had to discover things like Back to the Future and Star Wars by myself, so True. Do you notice that, like, when we were younger and we were into things like Star Wars and Galaxy Quest and Princess Bride and things like that, it wasn't really the merch that there is now? No. It's like this whole thing that um, being a nerd has become cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I never remember, like, in Norwich, we're really lucky we've got, like, a TV shop that does... Mm -hmm. Everything from Doctor Who merchandise to Lord of the Rings yeah. to more obscure things like Xena Warrior Princess, which although is a cult classic, it, it's kind of old now. Shh. <laughs> but we never had those kind of things when I was younger. No, same. And I still get so excited. You know when you're a kid and you'd get like a Happy Meal with a toy in it and it would connect to a movie or something that came out? Yeah, I still get really happy when we go to the cinema and you get like a cup or a popcorn bucket that's same. Although I am, I am very much running out of space. Yeah, it is an issue. You know, I had to throw a Star Wars one out the other day because it had gone. No, but it's like yeah. the one downside of them. Still buy them though every time. I know it's like a <laughs> habit, isn't it? When we um went to see, I think it was Spider Man. Um. And we'd been out for dinner beforehand and I was like, oh, I'm so stuffed, don't let me buy food. 
And they yeah. walked in, they're like, oh, if you buy popcorn, you get this free cup. And I was like, I'll have two popcorns, please. And you were just like, what are you doing? You're the easy sound, clearly. Oh. Well, when we got those Star Wars ones, when we went to see The Force Awakens, and I uh, almost walked into a giant pillar in you the cinema because I was too busy excited. looking at my cup. Yeah, you were very excited about the cups. Didn't you also like nearly walk away without your drink as well? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. No, it was my sweets. Oh, okay. I was too I was too busy looking at the cup and left my four pound bag of Milky Way stars on the unit and you were like So expensive. Yeah, you were very excited about um about the cups. Crazy though, some of like the happy meal toys we'd have had when we were younger are worth silly money now. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Like if just anything that we had as a kid is becoming worth money and we're like but we played with them and we broke them. I know. Silly children. How dare we not know that those things were going to be worth money in the future? You know, like, I would love to go and watch things like The Princess Bride on the big screen in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, if they did show... Like, in America, you see them, and they're like, oh, we're re-showing this classic movie. And I, I would go to that in a heartbeat if somebody Sorry. did that. It would be cool. The first time I ever saw um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, it was the anniversary of it. So they had it in the cinema on Halloween. And that was the first time I ever saw it. So I got to experience it in the cinema for like my first ever viewing. That was that was pretty cool. They did um, Indiana Jones just before the fourth one came out. Mm. But it was crazy expensive. I think it was something like 30 odd pound a ticket to watch one movie. Yeah, no, it's too much. It is the downside. Yeah. I'd love to do it, though. Yeah. I'm trying not to get excited for Indiana Jones 5. I know. It's for, we don't speak about it. All right. It had potential. It's funny how the fourth movie in a lot of franchises tends to be here. Yeah. There was a big break between, like, the original three films and the fourth one so it was like it had a lot to do and i liked the idea that we were kind of going cold war era with it like moving up obviously through time Mm. but yeah it just went a bit weird like the indiana jones films like i mean they were out there but they also kind of made sense it kind of threw too many things at the wall yeah i think that was the problem Mm -hmm. It was trying to do too much instead of just sticking to the formula that had always worked. Yeah. So now no one speaks of it. <laughs> I actually spoke to someone a little while ago, and that's apparently their favourite movie. Now, here's the thing. They hadn't seen any of the other Indiana Jones films, or at least not religiously in the okay. way that like we have. Okay. So it was kind of their introduction to it. Okay, that's fair enough. And I was like, oh, fair enough, if you don't know it, it's probably quite a good film, you know? Yeah, like away from the franchise. Yeah, if you if you take it out of being an Indiana Jones film, mm. then why not? Yeah. I guess that's the same thing that people say about Solo. Mm. Like take it out of the franchise and like don't look at it as part of like the 
uh, Skywalker saga. And it's actually quite a good film. Yeah. I think the thing is that for me, out of the new Star Wars films, mm. I've liked Solo and Rogue One more than any of the prequels, uh, sequels, sorry. Yeah. Like Rogue One, I would argue Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars movies. It was really good. I still haven't watched Andor. Same. But, but that's it, finished now, so I can binge watch it. Yeah, I checked that today. <laughs> I think the series finale was like recent, like this week. Today or yesterday? Yeah. So now we've got the entire the entire thing to binge. I think there's 12 episodes. Yeah. I mean, oh. it was. I was really excited for it. There's but then. so much happening. Yeah, it's a busy time of the year. Yeah, and there was so much on as well, like, because She-Hulk was out at the same time as well. Mm. So, like, trying to catch up with everything was difficult. Also, like, the last couple of Disney Plus shows haven't lived up to my expectations, so I was a little bit nervous going in. Yeah. Like, uh, Boba Fett and She-Hulk, sadly. Yeah. And also, I was a little bit hesitant, but I've heard good, nothing but good things. Yeah, I've heard it's meant to be really, really good. Like almost like on par with like Rogue One, kind of good. Yeah, like the storytelling aspect of it. So, talking of Disney, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are some of your favorite like Disney movies or animation films? Um, obviously, Beauty and the Beast. That is by far my favourite. What do you think of the Emma Watson version? It's all right. I watched it for the first time about a month ago. I don't know why. It just never appealed to me to watch it. Yeah. And um, I didn't hate it. I mean, it's not as good as the original. I think, have you seen um, the stage show of Beauty and the Beast? Yes, recently. It's, It's much closer to that. That's what I was gonna say. Original. I've seen a lot in the theatre this year. You have been, and I mean, some of them were like from the last two years. Mm. But um, the staging of the Beauty and the Beast stage show blew my mind. It's really good, isn't it? It was just amazing. But yeah, I would put it on par with Lion King. I haven't seen Lion King, but Lion King's never been one of my favourites. I love Lion King. It's just like, I feel like if it, if it's on, I'll watch it, but it's just never been one of my favourites. I just, I love Disney. I don't understand the snobbery of people being like, oh, I'd never sit down and watch a Disney film now, I'm an adult. I'm like, excuse you, do you know what you're missing? Disney make a lot. Obviously, they don't just make the animation side of it. Like, obviously, there's other things as well. Yeah, but why shouldn't you be allowed to watch an animated movie if that's what makes you happy? Exactly. Some people are like, oh, no, you've grown up, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm I watch, not an adult. <laughs> I watch Peter Pan at least every other month. Right. That's fair. Hook, the Robin's Winnie. The Robin oh, Winnie. yes. Oh. I used to have that and Jumanji on uh, VHS, like on the, so you flipped it over and you had the other one on the other side. Oh, good times. I love Jumanji. Such a good one. It's one of those films that I kind of 
forget about and then I watch it and I fall in love with it all over again. It's just so many good jokes in it as well. I remember watching, I went and saw that in the cinema. I feel like it was maybe a birthday or Christmas. I can't remember exactly when it came out, but it was a special occasion. And I remember going to see it. It was so good. Still really good. They've made a Mrs. Doubtfire stage show. Have they? Yeah, it's quite new, I think. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Mm. I do enjoy Mrs. Doubtfire, but it's just never going to be the same without Robin Williams. It's like the uh, new Aladdin with Will Smith as the genie. I haven't seen that, you know. I've watched it. It's not the same. It's not terrible. But I also don't think we're the target audience. No, I don't think we are. Which is fine. Hmm. Yeah, I am um, love bed knobs and broomsticks and Mary Poppins. I haven't seen the new Mary Poppins, but I love it. <gasps> I like the one, not just because Emily Blunt's in it. I was going to say, is that because Emily Blunt's in it? <laughs> Rude. Of course not. Uh-huh. Um, I do like those films though. I love bed knobs and broomsticks. It's a very good film. It's it's another one that you kind of forget about and then you watch it and you just... Yeah. I remember sitting there and being like, oh, Ben Knobs and Broomsticks is, is on. And then putting it on and being like, oh, I have watched this. <laughs> been like really confused by it for like five minutes. Being like, have it I was, watched this? It was quite advanced for its time, like having the animation mm. and Mary Poppins, having the animation in with the live action. Yeah. I always like because when like Mary Poppins jumps into the picture, and it's all like the animated part in the background, like with penguins. Yes, I watched a documentary um, a little while ago on um, like Mary Poppins and the filming of it, and how much choreography it took to get that right. God, I can imagine. Because it was kind of new. Yeah, but also it's lasted. Oh, so well. Also love that the mum of the kids is a suffragette. Yes. What well, what's the line? Um singularly we love men, but as a group they're rather dumb or something. Stupid. That's it. Though though it we is, adore yeah. men individually. Um I think we agree they're rather stupid, something like that. It's something along those lines. Remember the Free Willy movies? Yes. Love those films. Right? They made me cry, though. Yeah, fair. But they were very good films. I remember going to see it with a a friend when I was in primary school. Mm. And we were meant to go and see it. I I don't remember what day was what. It was a long time ago. For some reason, we couldn't go. So we had to wait a day or two to see it. And everybody in school had seen it. And it was like trying to avoid spoilers. Obviously a lot easier before the... Internet. Internet. That's the word I was looking for. I could not think of the word for internet for a second then. <laughs> it's like... Oh, well, the tappy-tappy thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Such a good movie. Mm. So as like we were kind of talking about... um long before the MCU Mm. we didn't really have 
connected films. Like we had the Superman films. Yeah. But obviously they were connected to one another. Yes. But it didn't have the wider universe that we've got now. No, they were just based on like one character. Like the original yeah. Spider-Man films were just Spider-Man. They exactly. Didn't connect to anything else. Although now they do. But some films were just proper cringy. Ace Ventura. Loved it when I was young. Now I'm just like, oh. The mask is the same. Oh, yeah. I've not rewatched that because yeah. I can imagine it does not hold up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they were they great were... at the time. Yeah. There were an awful lot of space films. I mean, we had like Star Wars, Galaxy Quest, Star Trek. Mm. Space, space Jam. Jam. Oh, love space. I've not watched the new Space Jam. Same. But I did I'm like, kind of I get, frightened. Again, that was another one where it was live action and animation. Yes. I think that's what made it kind of good. That and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. Honestly, these films. just. But some of the franchises have lasted. I mean, look at Bond. I remember watching Bond for, well, like, don't ever remember a time it wasn't on at Christmas. Yeah. Do you think Bond will ever stop? I feel like it's never going to stop. Because like, we're know. way past the books at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think like Bond is kind of one of those things that they can always keep reinventing. Yeah. I was talking to my friend about this because we were discussing who's going to be the new Bond. Mm-hmm. And um, we were saying that we don't really want a female James Bond mm. as such, but we'd watched the heck out of a series about young M. Yeah. When it was Judy Dench, like about her becoming the boss. Yeah. I don't know who we need to talk to to make that happen, but okay. we need it. I remember going to see um, Skyfall in the cinema. And obviously at the end of Skyfall, you have... Um, obviously the new M is a man and you have Miss Money Penny and everything like that. And I was like, oh my God, it's like the original films where he goes in the office and there's Money Penny. And my friend was like, what? And I was like, oh, you just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense now. It's like a weird, it's gone back to front, but it all makes sense. I always love the gadgets. The gadgets were the coolest. Right? I would kill myself in an instant with oh, them. Yeah. But... We we just love some smart gadgetry. Right. Just so many good films. I mean, you've got like Jurassic Park, Jaws, Goonies. Love Goonies. Mm. The Never animated Lord of the Rings movie. They made an anime. I didn't know they made an animated one. Did you just say you've never seen the Goonies? I also did just say I've never seen the Goonies. Okay, we need to take your nerd card away. I've never seen the Home Alone films either. I mean, okay. It is almost Christmas, so favourite Christmas nostalgic movies. Santa Claus? Yes. Jingle All the Way? Mm, Yeah. I did discover that the new Santa Claus thing on Disney Plus is a series, not a film. Yeah, did you not already know that? Apparently it's, um, yeah, somebody was saying it's a bit, uh, uh, I'm not sure what the right word is. It's like, uh, a lot of the time they're grumbling. It's like, you can't say Merry Christmas anymore without people getting upset kind of vibe. Oh, so I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it in case it ruins it for me. 
Yeah, see, I'm just annoyed that it's not a film because I feel like it should be a film, not a TV show. I want to watch it, but I also don't. Yeah. Obviously, Elf. Yes. I love that film so much. Also, it's really interesting how they filmed it, like when they talk about how they filmed it. Isn't oh, it? like the like, false perspectives. Yeah, like that's really interesting to learn about. I can't believe you've never seen Home Alone. Admittedly, only one and two are worth watching. But they're so good. I just, I don't know why I've never seen them. Sometimes these movies are on so much you feel like you've seen them and then it's only when you sit down and really think about it that you're like, oh. Potentially. Yeah. It's weird though. So as always, we like to end our tangents with a quote and it was my turn to pick. So it seemed only fitting... The quote came from my favourite movie, The Princess Bride. Life isn't fair, it's just fair in the death, that's all. I feel like my favourite quote from Princess Bride is inconceivable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. (laughs) I saw a number plate the other day that was MLT and the first thing that came into my brain was mutton, lettuce and tomato. Oh no. Okay, so as December is a busy month for us, we're not going to be putting out a lot of content. I mean, there will be a tangent uh, in which we're going to talk about our reading challenges, some books we've read this year, and end the year the way that we started the year by swapping books. There'll also be a Patreon exclusive that looks at Christmas traditions around the world. And if you'd like to join our Patreon and get exclusive podcasts and early access, you can do so for just £1 a month because we put all the platforms down to the same level. Yes. Yeah, cost of living crisis and all those things. But obviously we still have content for November to come out because somehow we got all turned around with when things were meant to go out. So still to come this month, you have a solving history on the Phantom of Texacoma. I think that's a fifteen-minute history podcast that looks at Grey Starling, and 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 a patron exclusive after dark, which looks at the history of tattooing. So until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Yeah.